0: Love talk radio good morning. This is your host Lorraine Nightheart, and you have reached Venus Unplugged. What we do at this broadcast is we talk about all things Venusian, whether they be dreams or myth, storyline, personal love issues, everything, beauty, and of course, Venus is also the goddess of illusion, so uh, seems to be a lot of that running around these days, but last week I was all ready to uh, broadcast, and I got a trick instead of a treat, and I couldn't get into my uh, computer, and today it looks like Facebook is acting up, And I'm having my webmaster come tonight to correct all this. So if you listen to this broadcast, please put it on your Facebook and send it around because I have no idea what's going on here. At any rate, so we are discussing the goddess Persephone and how she operates in your life, in your psyche, whether it's known or unknown. And Persephone is... uh, is the myth of, a, of her child's name is Kore As a child, her name is Kore K-O-R-E, which is so interesting, because it could be Core, C-O-R-E. And the, in the Persephone myth, she's, she's abducted into the underworld. So the Persephone myth, it, you know, points to initiation, changing from one state of consciousness to another. And it's about the upper world and the underworld. And in the beginning of the myth, they're very separate. And uh, she's abruptly taken into the underworld, and her mother, Demeter, pulls an absolute global hissy fit and uh, stops everything from growing and mourns and suffers and carries on in looking for her beloved daughter. But Persephone has been pulled into the underworld and through her descent and return into a new identity because when she comes up from the underworld she's queen. so aren't you a little curious is how does one become a queen in the underworld? what kind of school is in there? what is happening? Uh, there are great mysteries, and these are this myth is one of the Foundation myths on initiation rites of the mysteries of mother-daughter. And this is for men, too. Men are initiated. They also have a Persephone within. And we think of initiations as intentional rites of passage, of which you choose to go through an extensive preparation, and you choose... Um, to have a near-death experience, or the the death of a beloved belief system, or relationship, whatever it might be, and this preparation, you know, it provides him or her with guidance of a successful completion of the descent and return cycle of initiation. However, in life, there are times when we are not prepared and. Yet it is time for initiation and we're caught without further ado and dragged into the underworld, kicking and screaming sometimes or just in shock and traumatized. So this descent is a way, it, it all gets arranged by the higher self, if you want to see it that way, by fate uh, you know, even Zeus would not ever think of going against fate. And here in this Persephone myth, what is the woman or the anima or animal being initiated into? And who is she like? And who is she in you? You see, Persephone is very secret. And the woman who has a strong Persephone, she has a uh, kind of an uncanny ability to stand at the threshold of things and in life and, and, uh, and cross over into other realms of psychic consciousness. And uh, so this woman, now we, we all have these archetypes within and without. You know we are called forth into consciousness through this psychic energy, whether we know it or not. And so the Persephone woman is the woman she she lives very close to the borders of the known, but closer to areas that we describe as uh, para or meta or super. Uh, which means beyond and transcending, so parapsychological, metaphysics, uh, superconsciousness. So her world is the world of the paranormal. And the structure of a consciousness is the subject of parapsychology. Uh, And parapsychology is a a consciousness that... uh, They tend to be like at the fringe areas beyond conventional or normal psychological experiences. And it's the world of the supernatural or the beyond of the senses. And she's most interested in these states of being. Because she lives at the borders of that which is scientifically known, and that she feels alienated and uncertain of herself. She has a great connection to these, on one level, nonverbal languages, symbolic languages, dream time. So to the ancient Greeks, you know, Persephone was the distant queen of the underworld, who watched over the souls of the, the the departed, the shades. She was also known as the maiden. She goes into the underworld as a maiden. She comes up a queen. And so the, this myth points to moments in our life where we're drawn into a state of being that state of being can be a depression. That st- state of being can be an identity crisis. Uh, that state of being can be a trance state that, or a shamanistic journey. Where we're going to enter otherness. Now, if you decide to go on a shamanistic journey, I mean, you're, you, you know something's going to happen. But if you just wake up one morning and can't function and you're in the underworld, and it's terrifying. You know, how do you, how do you hold true to yourself and at the same time surrender to that unknowable to date? Of course, you will know it once you go through the initiation part of ourselves. So the character of a Persephone woman, it's not easy to grasp You know, and and Persephone women themselves, they can be highly secretive or reclusive, very often introverts where they need uh, long periods of just being alone and silent. They don't even necessarily know why, but they're in some state, uh, you know, which also can create tremendous artistic ability, uh, writing or being able to when they come out of the state, to articulate this unknown state. But it's a strain. And the Persephone woman can find the public or the collective or being around people, like particularly this week with all the opinions that are going on in the world of politics and life. These are opinions not necessarily what one truly thinks. They recite opinions. And people feel very free to put all sorts of opinions on Facebook, but they're, they're, they're not necessarily based on real thought. You're saying what somebody else is saying. So the Persephone in us is, is going to want to retreat this week, not because they don't want to take their uh, responsibility as a citizen, but they do not want to be influenced by the um, collective. So they tend to exist kind of on the edge of society. And they need time to be alone and to pursue their secret projects and their musings and their communication with unseen worlds. And so when one is strongly influenced by Persephone it takes a little while to to even know what what you're up to it's like what do I need to kind of go off by myself and my antisocial no you, you're having a call from the from the underworld the netherworld or oh, the world that is dead to this world, but dead is a continuation. So the modern woman, as we are, who is struggling to understand all kinds of perplexing experiences that are psychic uh, in the nature of who we are and the way we are with one another, uh, or if one is drawn to work with death or experienced much of the personal tragedy in their lives, so this really points to that the Persephone woman is endowed with uh, what tony wolf Tony Wolf was uh, the lover of Jung, but more importantly, she was a collaborator she when Jung had his uh, his breakdown breakthrough or his journey into the underworld. In a sense, Tony Wolfe was his Persephone. And she talks about the mediumistic or the medial personality. And this is a quote from Tony Wolfe, and this is from Structured, Structural Forms of the Feminine Psyche, page 9. The medial woman is immersed in the psychic atmosphere of her environment and the spirit of her period, but above all, in the collective or the impersonal unconscious. The unconscious, once it is constellated, when a form starts to appear, all right, and can become a conscious excerpt as an effect, the medieval woman is overcome by the effect. She is absorbed and molded by it. And sometimes she represents in herself She must, for instance, express or act what is in the air, what the environment cannot or will not admit, but what is nevertheless part of life. It is mostly the dark aspects of the situation or of a predominant idea. And she thus activates what is negative and dangerous. Dangerous to the collective norm doesn't make her dangerous. You know, when you say something, even in a joke, and people go like, don't say that, don't say that, you've become dangerous to their belief system or how they see reality, okay? So she can be the carrier of picking up shadow aspects of herself and others, and once again, shadow isn't necessarily negative, it's just parts that we don't know about ourselves. And so, in the medieval woman when they when they're like this, these are the mystics and these are the psychics you know these are the these are the the women that live at the edge of the ego structure, quite the opposite of Athena and Artemis and Hera. Those are the Amazon women types you know they go out. They have a cause. They're going to bring the culture forward in some way. Where the Mediah woman is, is the woman that relates to the spirits. There was a film once, Juliet of the Spirits. Uh, the Fellini movie. It's quite an extraordinary movie and how she sees the spirits and what goes on. So when this woman, this part of us, this uh, Persephone, is, a, is awake in us. We are in another place. And if we can go consciously, which means like, oh, I'm going into the underworld. I am going to notice how different everything is. Uh, you won't be staying there. Uh, but it's, it's visitation. And it's, a myth is a, a, a path, it's like a psychic structure. And so it's, it guides us when we, when we are in a situation that we can't understand, all right, whatever is our favorite myth or fairy tale very often, or if we write a fairy tale, right, it is, tells us what the unconscious, the unknown psychic structure of what we're going through. Now, the common belief is that the outer world is where all the action is, uh, but I'm here to tell you it is the inner world. We are constantly creating. So if we don't want a certain shift in consciousness, beware of what's going on in your inner world. Don't, you know, get angry when other people's opinions are just, you know, all over the place, not based on anything. And if you find yourself getting angry, there's a marvelous book. It's called The Anger Diet. It's 30 Days to Stress Free Living by Brenda Shoshana. It's a marvelous book. I don't know how anybody does this book in 30 days. Uh, But the anger is creative energy that you can't get to. That's, that it's, it's somewhat insulted. It's, it's trying to gift you, and instead we don't want to listen to it or we don't want to change it. We don't want to go in. We don't want to have a tour of duty with the Persephone within because we feel, you know, in this world of bright light and ego, depression and withdrawal is... Um, creates morbid fantasies that we're afraid of. Instead of being able to say, I can make this descent into the underworld and I'm not limited by it. I can bring up an insight, a connection. So the Persephone woman if you start to realize, like, wow, wait a second, I really do need time alone or time to be by myself, and yet I look at my schedule and it's booked. Besides being daunting, it's not advisable. You need to have at least one day where you just clear the decks, if at all possible giving yourself your own soul day or your holy day, which we actually we all need, Persephone or not Persephone. And as I said, this goes for, for the Persephone woman within the man. Okay? Otherwise he just gets, you know, an anima attack and, and is moody and doesn't know why and just puffs and puffs and uh, makes himself disagreeable. And then everybody mirrors that disagreeability instead of going, you know, I need to. I need to go work on my car or take a walk in the woods or take the dog for a walk. I need to do something just to get away. And when somebody needs a Persephone moment, do not go after them. They need that. They're not abandoning you. They need to go within. And if they don't go within, all hell is going to break loose because they start to feel like they are fallen apart or cracking at the seams or it's just overwhelming, right? So when the Persephone within another shows up, don't become demon or don't become the hysterical mother that the child is separating and leaving and is never going to come back and I'm going to stop everything from growing and I'm going to do all of this Say, no, there's a call, and I cannot go with this person. Or someone who you're used to guiding and nurturing, they're suddenly called. They've got to do that tour of duty all by themselves. You can't help them. And that's why these events happen with great drama and great uh, wounding, because they need to separate, or let's say the disappearance of a lost love object into an empty void, that's the descent into the underworld. But with the Persephone myth, there are guardians figures who preside in the underworld, There is a teaching, there is a school, there is the the way of the underworld is perfect, not to the collective mind, but to the way of the underworld. There's the dark light of consciousness. because the bright light of consciousness can be just as blinding. The dark light can be terrifying, which is another form of blinding. But if we learn to adjust to what we don't know, instead of reacting immediately. Say, you know, this is very threatening. I feel like I'm in the dark, and I'm just walking around with, with no clue. Just breathe until you adjust. What's, what is being whispered to you? What is being said? This is all set up by fate a mistake so to resist it is to you know it just gets it's going to come back it's like alright you might be able to resist it the first thousand times but that thousand and one man it's going to be there because it is part of you it is part of the psychic Depth. There's a beauty that you're never going to find any other place except in that unknown underworld. Certainly, grief is, you know, a, a part of us always accompanies the lost person or the beloved attachment into the underworld or the beloved animal. You know, the, the whatever is lost. There is a part of us that travels along uh, into the underworld until we are told, nope, you can't go any further with this beloved. You need to stop and you need to turn around. You need to leave. They are going to be gifted with something they don't know about themselves and you can't be part of it. So when you have your Persephone moments, if you can start to understand, wait a second, this, I, I've got a strong Persephone, and she's also the healer. She's, she's the part of us um, that can also... But she will find her way, whether she finds her way uh, in therapy or art, uh, and she begins to understand that the dissents that they, they're not concrete, you know they're psychic realities that are very important to our soul evolution. So when the crone... So the crone, Hecate, this Persephone's grandmama, or the great mother, she was one of the people that set this up. So our ancestors, the great mothers, the, those who have come before us, have said, no, it's time for this person to be initiated. Enough. with uh, I want to be secure and I'll do anything that I need to do to... Assure that security. When, yes, there are times that the security is, is right and just and true. And there are other times, no, the security is, in, is impossible to attain because it's not about security. It is about, uh, you know, security very often is uh, fixed. Let me just stay still and let nothing touch me. I don't want to be bothered by life i certainly don't want to be inconvenienced i want it to be all good which you're really calling forth uh it's opposite by the denial because shadow and light cannot be denied i mean you can deny it within your own head but it will be knocking at the door so when the events that that bring us into now, as you know, you may be more of a Persephone person than you realize, and you may have this and 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 have looked at it as if it's uh, something to shy away from or something to be ashamed of. Instead of no, it's it is a great gift that needs to be understood in the terms of wisdom. She comes up and she rules. She's sovereign. And for a third of the year, she has to go back to her husband. Hades, Pluto, the god of the underworld. So, miss, there are no mistakes. It's it's teachings. These are psychic realities. These are part of what make our upper or outer world meaningful. And that's what the initiations are about. So we are transformed into a feminine knowing something that we can't even uh, create a language for. You know in that moment when you realize, oh, wait a second, I'm absolutely different than I was yesterday or 15 minutes ago. something has just occurred that has brought you to a mature understanding or a situation where normally you'd get upset or uh, wounded or insulted, suddenly you go like, "Eh, that's their opinion. Or, wow, that's true. I expressed that anger and it was uncalled for and it was off the hook and it was over the top and it didn't match what was going on in the outer world. And then we go in and find out what the source of this anger is about. This this consciousness that's gone haywire, that longs to be. So the aspects of this, uh, it's, it's one of the mysteries in the ancient world we contained mystery. And that's a very important attribute to learn to develop or understand when we are in the presence of a mystery. We don't know. We're not supposed to know. Um, and But it is a call. It's a, a certain kind of etiquette. When people say, I know, I know. Very often they don't. But when we can Stand or sit or crawl before a mystery with the right attitude, meaning a love and a respect and a knowing that we don't know. We become receptive in a deeply feminine way. We receive impulses and insights and raw material, or in in alchemy it would be the, the stone of the wise, and then we come up into consciousness, and we work with that material. I took a marvelous uh, course at the Jung Center on 39th, and it was on sculpting dream images, and it was very, very powerful. You you know, you think you're just doing something out there, but meanwhile, all sorts of uh, changes happens within your psyche. So we will continue with this Persephone myth, and uh, until next week, au revoir.